Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Point Spread live stream here Friday afternoon, November 19th, fantasypoints.com. I'm Joe Dolan. He's Tom Brawley. Uh, uh, we, for our listeners who are live, God bless you all. Uh, for those of you who listen on demand, I completely understand. We do this at 5 Eastern on a Friday. So it's good to be with you here as we talk betting. Tom, I got to be honest. Let's just get it off the top. Top. I am so goddamn sick <laughs> of uh, every Friday I exercise, you know, I did. I was such a good boy this week. I got ahead with my work, you know, through Thursday. I was even able to sleep in last night because I had only two games to finish up for my vantage point section on the game hubs and all the editing. So I was like, you know, I'll sleep in a little bit because I, and then I get mm -hmm. on the exercise bike. I, I did an errand. I got on the exercise. I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be in perfect shape just to get, you know, some news done before the show. And every goddamn week, I'm on that bike. Some freaking ding, 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 ding. Like, <laughs> and it's like completely unexpected. This one, obviously, Amari Cooper tests positive for COVID. Tom, not only is that relevant for Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, but it's relevant for CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. He's so much now. better in the slot than he is outside. I mean, Zed Wilson going to be playing in the slot oh. now. So, yeah. I mean, and then we have Eli Mitchell. Shanahan just lying to our faces all week that he's going to yeah. play. Uh, we did get some positive news. Dallas Goddard's going to play, uh, you know, but yeah, it's these Friday, Fridays have been rough this year. So, um, yeah. And it's, it's also been rough, Tom, from a betting perspective, because sometimes we don't get prop bets for some of these games is, you know, late breaking news comes out and they're not able to adjust them or we got quarterback news. So, I mean, we'll see what happens here. Yeah, the markets actually aren't too bad this week. There's uh, quite a few games that I was able to get a look at. There's there were still like three or four games that mm -hmm. wasn't able to really. Uh, not a lot of props out there, but uh, we have a decent amount here. We can fly through them here. We got, uh, I think we got 14 games left here. We don't, we're only down to two by teams this week. I think it's the Rams and Rams. And, I can't remember the other the Broncos. Teams. The Broncos. Yes, the Broncos. Yeah, they, they that was some big news. They signed Tim Patrick to a big three years. Yeah, and which tells you exactly what they think of him. And um, it just, I'll tell you what, man. And maybe not. Maybe what they don't think of Cortland Sutton. I don't know. Yeah, or I mean, AJ <laughs> Hamler, obviously injured. Yeah. Um, you know that is a fair point, Tom, because they clearly like their two tight ends, both Fant and Albert O. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's take a look at some of the games now that we do know about. Um, Tom, this one opened, I think, at one, and now it's two and a half. The, the Eagles are laying two and a half at home to the Saints, 42 and a half the total. Uh, uh, the Saints getting two and a half, and obviously we got the news today, which was, Tom, I think it was inevitable. Alvin Kamara is not going to play. The Saints don't have either of their two starting tackles. And now um, I was talking to Ross Tucker on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and he has the Even Money Podcast, and Fezzik, the pro better who uh, <laughs> yeah. who uh, is, is on there, says, man, the Eagles are a sharp team right now in terms of the wise guys really like betting the Eagles. Not not even right now. It's every week. We've seen yeah. it since, uh, you know, the beginning of the season, about, I think, since like week two. I think it's starting uh, to pay that, off now. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I mean, the, the Saints have been kind of a sharp side as well here. You know, they're. Mm -hmm. Because they're all defense. No, you know, they're not a, a sexy team, but uh, they were very popular last week against the Titans. They got the backdoor cover there with the late touchdown. And then the, uh, you know, root, people were rooting against them to miss the two-point conversion. And uh, they, they did. They had the offside, uh, a false start penalty that, you know, set them back a couple yards. But 
Uh, yeah, this, you know, a couple big injuries for the Saints here, not only Kamara, but uh, both their tackles are going to be out in this game with uh, Armstead and Ramchick uh, both set the miss, miss here. So this line has drifted here to two and a half. Uh, you know, at some places, there's still two out there. I wouldn't be surprised if this gets up to three, though, just with the, the momentum going towards the Eagles side here. So uh, if you like them, bet them now. Yeah, yeah, that's. I initially, uh, I gave out the Saints for, uh, you know, our ATS poll, you know, our ATS picks, but uh, I'm starting to, I, you know, this is one, I didn't really have a great feel for it. I mean, the, the you know, big reason why the Eagles have had a lot of success here the last couple of weeks is, is they've really turned to the running game here. Of course, the Saints are, you know, right up there with Tampa in terms of being uh, one of the best run defenses here. So, uh, you know, the game will probably be on Jalen Hurts' shoulders a little bit more here this week, but they did get some good news, uh, Dallas Goddard, to going to be in the lineup here. So, uh, you know, all the news has been trending towards the Eagles here late in the week here. So no no surprise that the money is going towards the Eagles. Yeah, and that is, Tom, um, Dallas Goddard will play, and he's extended, so now he's happy on top of that. But um, Nick Sirianni. Hopefully he's not like, fat and happy now. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he just, like, he just gorged himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's take a look at um, the uh, the uh, the Eagles here, this, or the props. Tom, um, Nick Sirianni, though, it looks like it's trending in this direction, would not say if, he, if Miles Sanders is going to play. He's going to take that down to game time. But at this point, it seems like it would be surprising if he doesn't play. But there's no uh, yeah. Eagles rushing props right now, with the exception of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, uh, I, I look to the other side. I know, Joe, you, you were a big proponent of these bets every week is looking at the tight end for the other team uh, against the Eagles defense here. And, you know, this guy, you know, Adam Troutman, uh, this guy, he's been trending oh. up in the, you know, he's been trending. Oh, don't in get the right canceled. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he's been trending in the right direction. Six targets in each of the games that Simeon's appeared, uh, you know, every week the, the Eagles are giving up production to tight ends. And I, I – you know, you know the the Saints passing game has been slightly you know better for fantasy. You know there there's been better numbers out there for the receivers and the tight ends here. And you know yet again we have Alvin Kamara out of the lineup here. So obviously he's one of the biggest receivers in this passing game. So liked his number a lot. It's at twenty five and a half. Um, you know, I, 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 this is probably one of my more favorite plays here on the yeah. board this week. I like uh, twenty five and a half. Too. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, this is one the Eagles take. I think, Tom, they're giving up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Yeah, it's, it's just, all uh, funneled in the middle of the field here. And with no Camara, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I really, really like that one a lot. That is a really good one. Um, I'll have to I'll have to get down on that one. <laughs> that. Uh, let's go to the Dolphins and the Jets. The Dolphins are laying three and a half on the road. Um, He's back, Joe. He's back. Joe Flacco <laughs> is starting for the New York Jets, Tom. Oh, boy. I mean. Poor Jets fans. I, who do you feel worse for? Jets fans or Lions fans? Uh, Jets fans, because it feels like there's like more hope there, and every year there's more disappointment. I, I don't know. Like they, they've been, yeah. You know, Lions fans have just been kind of stuck in the same rut for you know the last decade. You know they already had their franchise quarterback, so yeah, I, I think the Jets side because you know you got Darnold, you got Wilson, you got you know, this, the new hope every couple of years, and it continues to, uh, you know, just continues to disappoint. And uh, Robert Sala, man, he, I, I, I'm getting some pretty bad vibes on him. We're going to Joe Flacco this week. 
Uh, interesting move. It, you know, it seemed like Zach Wilson was trending in the right direction to potentially play. They rolled that out pretty early this week. Uh, you know, maybe they just want him to sit and uh, learn a little bit from the veteran Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, uh, Joe Flacco here this week. But yeah, this line, I guess, I guess uh, the betters, you know, they, they favor, I guess, a Mike White led team a little bit here. This line has drifted to three and a half across the board. It's It opened up two and a half, three. It was mostly threes when it opened up here. So uh, the, the money has been going to the towards the Dolphins. That that's a side I kind of like this week. I I kind of wanted to bet it, but I, at the end of the day, I just don't trust the Dolphins enough. Uh, but I think their defense, you know, last week was its own thing. They you know blitzed the shit out of uh, you know Lamar Jackson every play. But I, I think the secondary has been trending in the right direction. And uh, you know, with you know, their cornerbacks were pretty banged up early in the year and. Uh, this Javon Holland for them, you know, that's, you know, their safety, their, you know, rookie, he's starting to play really well. So uh, I, I think there's some positive trends here for the Dolphins, even though they're still a little bit undermanned at receiver right now. Uh, any props that you like from this game, Tom? I mean, uh, the Flacco, <laughs> I'm yep. not touching a Joe Flacco prop. Oh, I am touching a oh. Joe Flacco prop over a half an interception. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We're, like, we're picking on him. I'm picking on him here. Uh, you know, look, dug in a little bit here. You know, he's made 21 starts over the last three years. Uh, he's thrown interceptions in 14 of those games here. And obviously a guy that hasn't played all season. So he might be a little bit rusty, uh, potentially playing from behind, you know, playing as a three and a half point underdogs at home. So I thought the number was a little bit light, only minus 115 for over a half interception. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes up a little bit here over the next couple of, you know, over the next two days before kickoff. But uh, I was surprised. I, I, you know, I thought that would be more like minus 140, minus 150. So uh, yeah, I took a little, took a little taste of over a half interception on Joe Flacco. Um, and there's another you. prop. I got I another one you. on the Miami side, Joe. I know. Uh, please tell me because I'm, I'm looking at it and I want to die. I want to jump out too. the window. Are you telling me you're taking the Miles Gasket over? I am taking it. I, I, I feel like this is a principle, you know, uh, as watching Scott, Scott Van Pyle, this is a general principle bet right here. This yeah. I have to do it. You know, I mean, we, every week we sit here, you know, the props for the rushing prop, you know, the rushing guards props for opponents going against Jets are always set like 80 plus yards, 90, 100 yards. You know, this is 45 and a half. That's, that's all you have to do, Miles Gaskin. Over 45 and a half yards. It's not that much. Uh, all he needs is 27 carries. <laughs> yeah, they might need 27 carries to get there, but, you know, they might be playing with a lead this week, might be able to do it. So, got to do it. I, you know, this is, he's just getting so many carries. This is the worst run defense in the league. I got to do it. Over 45 and a half for Miles Gaskin here. I can't believe it, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Washington at Carolina. Tom, you just said it. He's back. Well, guess what? He's also back. Cam Newton is back. And he's laying three at home to the team over under a 43. Um, let's talk, let's talk the spread here, Tom. Yeah, I grabbed it uh, at two and a half on Monday. Thought that was pretty light. It, it's kind of sat at three and a half all week here, but a little bit of buyback uh, on Washington here. Uh, it's been bet back down to three here. I, I'm going to guess it's kind of 
bounces around between three, three and a half, you know, the rest of the weekend here. So if you do, if you are with me, if you do favor that Panther side, uh, I would get down on, you know, just, just get the three, you know, there, there's, and if you're on the Washington side, there's going to be probably plenty of opportunities to get a three and a half here to get the hook there. So, um, you know, I, I don't know why there was a, a little bit of buyback here today. I'm trying to think what the big injury, I guess, maybe, maybe it was the talk that uh, they might have a little bit of a QB duo, a little tandem there at, yeah. uh, in Carolina. It sounds like they might continue, you know, it's not totally surprising that, you know, Cam, this, Cam's been in the building for a week. Yeah, this this is, you know, this is his franchise, but, you know, he hasn't played under this coaching staff. This is a whole new, uh, you know, a whole new system under Joe Brady. This, you know, he's never played under it. So, uh, you know, he could be a, a bit limited here. So maybe it is like a 70-30 split or, you know, whatever it is. So, um, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons I haven't been, you know, getting a lot of Cam questions and think there's a bit of a downside if he doesn't play you know all the snaps here so i've been leaning toward you know a lot of uh jimmy g or cam Tua or cam and i've been what about kind of leaning cam away from cam. justin fields what's that cam or fields yeah i would still go towards fields but okay yeah because tom i had that option in our in our uh, league uh the 14 teamer and i picked up fields over cam so yeah. Uh, so I'm going with that. But uh, uh, to your point, Tom, there's no cam props right now for Carolina. Yeah. And I, well, I mean, there probably will because it's cam. He's wildly popular. They're going to want to get props up at some point this weekend. Uh, Cause you know, people are going to want to bet them, especially Carolina fans. So we'll probably see something. Uh, I, I mean, if I had to set a number, I would probably guess that, you know, they're going to come in sub 200, I would think. Uh, just with the possibility that Walker's going to play. I have no idea what the rushing props will be. I, I would guess probably uh, around 40 yards, somewhere in that, that range, maybe 35 to 40 yard rushing yards. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what the numbers come out. If they're wildly below uh, those numbers or wildly above them, I, you know, I probably, you know, we'll make a bet on those. But I, I would think that that's kind of the range that uh, his props will come out. Okay. Uh, any props that you liked uh... – Mostly from what I'm seeing here, I mean, you have Christian McCaffrey, but I'm also uh, looking at plenty of team props here. Yeah, I didn't really see anything on this game. I, I looked through it pretty hard. I did look at McCaffrey plus money, but on his receptions, that was a pretty nice one for uh, the site last week. I think we all, I think Graham and I think John, I think all of us gave it out. It was four and a half catches. It was like plus 115 on McCaffrey. I was like, are they just trying to hand out free money here? Uh, you know, and he ends up, I forget how many catches he had. He had like nine catches. I think he had 10. Think. 10 catches, yeah. It was, a, it was a big number. So, yeah, it's it's uh, bumped up a catch here. Five and a half plus 115. I was looking at it hard. Uh, I might still double back to that, but uh, I wasn't fully confident in it just because, you know, just the uncertainty with Cam stepping into the lineup. Well, although I, I would think that they design easier passes for, you know, that they're not going to come out slinging it like 20 yards down the field every pass. You know, they're going to get them some, you know, rhythm passes to, to get them into the flow of things. But uh, I might revisit that one, but couldn't quite get there uh, on Friday night here. Uh, let's go to Indianapolis and Buffalo. Buffalo laying seven at home, 49 and a half the total. So it's looking like uh, the markets think the Colts might be able to score a little bit here on Buffalo. It has not been easy for opposing teams to put points on the Buffalo Bills of late. Yeah, I I, I kind of like the Colts in this spot. Uh, just, you know, with the, the points, obviously. 
I, I might end up adding uh, the Colts if I the, the seven halves were available earlier this week for you know on Tuesday I think and they've kind of been bought down here to seven but you know I'm looking at some of the other books uh, DraftKings has money shaded towards the Colts at minus what 115 at plus seven but a lot of the other books are kind of shaded towards the Bills here so uh if some seven and a halfs pop back up here i might give out the colts but uh yeah I, this is uh you know this is a, a pretty big game on both sides here the bills uh obviously saw what the patriots did last night uh that afc east is very much up for grabs now it, you know just a few weeks ago it looked like the bills were gonna you know coast to the uh, afc championship and uh the colts this is kind of a pivotal game and uh, you know, they're, they're floating right at 500 here. So they, they need to keep piling up wins to get back in the uh, AFC wildcard race. Uh, yeah. The rematch of the uh, division, uh, not divisional round. I think it was wild card round. That was the first game of the playoffs last year. So a uh, pretty com- competitive game back then, but obviously different quarterbacks here with uh, Philip Rivers getting subbed out for Carson Wentz. Not a lot of faith in Wentz in the markets, Tom, because he's at 222 and a half. And his touchdown pass line is sitting at over one and a half plus 145. Yeah, I, I liked one of his other props. Though. I thought his line was set really low for completions. It's okay. uh, It was 20 and a half. Uh, it, it's been bought up, it looks like, uh, at DraftKings uh, since I looked. But I got it. FanDuel minus 114 uh, over 20 and a half. We haven't projected for 23. Uh, he's been solidly, you know, 22 or more here the last couple, uh, last three games. You know, I, I'm kind of project, you know, the, you know, you, you make these kind of, you kind of play out the game in your own head. And, you know, I, I don't see Jonathan Taylor having wild success here. Uh, probably a game that they're going to be, you know, kind of playing from behind all game, obviously seven point underdogs might have to be thrown a little bit more. And, you know, th- this bill's defense, you know, they don't give up a lot of big plays. So, you know, they're going to have to probably take some uh, shorter passes here. So over 20 and a half, uh, you know, make sure you shop around, get a, get the best price there. FanDuel is still at minus 114. So, uh, you know, I think it's uh, minus what, what is it here? Uh, minus 130 or minus 140 on, on DraftKings and some of the other books. So uh, make sure you shop around on that one. Uh, any other props that you liked here, Tom, anything from the bills? No, they're they're pretty set. I was hoping the Diggs prop would come in a little bit lower. It's 82 and a half, at least earlier this afternoon. Now it's 83 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I was look I was thinking about the over, but I yeah, I thought that was a pretty good line. Uh I probably would have set it like 85 and a, you know, something in the mid-80s. So not a whole lot of value there. Um other than that, you know, they're kind of it's kind of tough with these teams that are kind of set. Oh, I, I did do see they put up a Beasley line, uh, 46 and a half. Uh, I, would, I would kind of lean towards the under there just because of his availability questions. Obviously, he had the rib issue last week. I think he only played nine snaps. So I might dig into that one a little bit more. I'm, I, I'm not going to go fire right now. Uh, I probably want to, you know, maybe read some quotes on that one to see if there is any questions about his availability this week, but uh, that's, that, that's one that at least catches my eye here, taking a second glance at things. Uh, let's go to uh, Detroit and Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland, Woo! who has, I, I mean, Tom, let, let's just, a physically broken quarterback. I mean, Baker Mayfield is just totally busted up. Three different injuries on the injury report. And they're 12-point favorites at home. Uh, 43 the total. 
The Lions are starting the human victory cigar. Tim Boyle, <laughs> likely, because Jared Goff's doubtful. Um, Tim Boyle has more has negative yards accounted for in his career. Negative 16 rushing yards, positive 15 passing yards, because he is a professional kneeler. He comes in at the end of games to kneel. I, this is unbelievable. And Tom, here's what's wild about it. I like the Lions' chances better. <laughs> I I mean, I'm kind of with you, Joe. I mean, Jared Goff, has, you are talking about broken earlier. I mean, yeah. he looks completely broken. I mean, uh, it, it was pretty u- ugly in Pittsburgh as a, you know, as a Steelers fan here living in Pennsylvania. I, I got to watch a lot of that game on the, my smaller TV. Obviously, I got the Red Zone channel on the big TV. But uh, I was keeping a close eye on that game, and you know, it was pretty horrendous, uh, you know, you know, Cleef Raymond was running wide open down the field and he underthrows him by about 15 or 20 yards. Um, so, I mean, I have to wonder if this is almost like a, Hey, Jared, go take a mental break. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're completely broken right now, but um, I haven't really gotten to take a look at the props on this game. Uh, there, there were, there, there wasn't any out earlier this afternoon. So this is one of the first games I kind of looked at. So, uh, this is one I'll be re- revisiting here. It looks like it's mostly on the, the brown side. I'm doing a quick scan here. I have a quick scan, and I'm showing a bo- couple boil props, Tom, but nothing for the Lions' other skill position players. Yeah, it looks like it's mostly just uh, – there is some Chubb props, 82 and a half rushing yards. He's going to play. Nick Chubb's going to play. Yeah. yeah. Landry's number looks maybe a little bit high at 50 and a half receiving yards, but uh, I'll have to dig in a little bit more on these numbers, but – I did jump on the under, uh, loving that one. That was one of the Monday morning bets uh, that I give out every morning at 10 a.m. there. If you want to check the site for the the first, uh, yeah, they've been killing it here. I went 0-5 on my ATS picks last week. So, yeah, make sure you get on there at 10 a.m. on Monday mornings and check those out. But uh, I did grab the Lions and the Browns under 46 points in this game. It's down to 43. Probably going to take a little bit lower here with – uh, the state of the Cleveland Browns offense and with Tim Boyle potentially playing here. I mean, let's look at the facts, Tom. I mean, the Sean McVay really wanted to start Wolford in the playoffs. I mean, what, who's, yeah. to, who's to say Boyle isn't going to be better than golf? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're completely right. That's a, that's a great point there. Uh, another, st- another coaching staff might be turning against them and uh, who knows if he actually has an injury here, but yeah, he probably does. You know, he's probably banged up, but um, you know, the, I, I feel like uh, I'm with you, Joe. I, I feel like this is more of a let's sit him for a week too, man. He's he's mentally broken at this point. San Francisco at Jacksonville. San Francisco laying seven on the highway, 45 and a half is the total. Yeah, this one's hasn't really moved too much all week. I mean, it's kind of sat in that. It, it has moved up a little bit towards the 49ers' favor. I think it was six uh, earlier in the week. So, uh, Jacksonville's kind of playing some sneaky good defense. I, uh, uh, you know, obviously they held the Bills to nine points and they kind of shut down uh, Indianapolis after the first quarter last week. And I thought it was pretty interesting listening to the the Greg uh, Greg and John and Adam talk yesterday that uh, he said that the, the Jaguars defensive line was pushed around the Colts offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the league. And wow, uh, kind of, you know, you kind of, kind of, reflects in their numbers i mean they're they're one of the better teams against uh opposing running backs here so 
no, no Eli Mitchell here after Shanahan lied to us all week saying that he was going to play. Uh, of course he wasn't. I hope play. he sticks it in his ditty bag. Uh, yeah, I'm so sick of Shanahan. He's, yeah. he's the, you know, he's a uh, Graham. Graham <laughs> says it. He's the, uh, He's the South Park fart sniffer. Yeah, like he's so into himself that he puts his legs with the head between his legs. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. But uh, yeah, this uh, I, I gave out uh, Jags and the ATS picks, but there's I don't really have a strong feeling on this game too much here. All right, uh, any 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 props, Tom? Even though you don't have a, uh, I mean that James Robinson's questionable, so they don't have props for him. Lavisca Chanel. I mean, you've, you've probably made a lot of money betting the under on him this year. Yeah, uh, we, we, we've done that too, Joe. Uh, yeah. not, not, I've done it once. I, I wish I did it a few more times. The number is finally in the range. Like, it's like, eh, can't go there. 33 and a half. But, uh, of course, you know, I mean, they keep setting this line way too low. We're going back to Debo. Well, you know, he's been a winner all goddamn year here. So, yeah. 73 and a half. Or if there's one thing that the Jags defense isn't doing well still, it's covering and uh, you know, he's going to pick on Tyson Campbell this week. So uh, Debo Samuel, yeah, he might uh, get that in yards after the catch over 73 and a half. So uh, jumped on that one. Uh, he's been phenomenal here. And as I was saying, like, you know, teams are having a tough time running the ball here on the, on the Jaguars. So no Eli Mitchell here. So kind of, kind of warming up here to Jimmy G maybe a little bit this week is, you know, streamer, maybe DFS, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, and Debo is a obvious one here. And he's playing pretty well, by the way, Jimmy G. Yes, he is. He uh, is playing a lot better than he was earlier in the season. Well, so, I, I got I to uh, pose this to you too, Tom. What's that? How do you feel about Steelers quarterback Jim Garoppolo in 2022? Uh, yeah, I could, uh, I could get behind that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like they have anything lined up at quarterback. <laughs> anything is better than, but, but Mason, than Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Last week, it about, hasn't about, changed at all, you know, over the last two years. So, and then there was Adini Kinkabala just taking a freaking blowtorch to Dwayne Haskins on Twitter for no reason at all. I, I mean, I, I got enjoyment out of it. I guarantee, I somebody in the front office was sick of whatever Dwayne Haskins was doing before <laughs> the game, and they were just feeding her information on that yeah. one. And they, uh, she did the did the Lord's work there for uh, whoever in the Steelers front office wanted that done. But uh, that, that was something on a, on a Monday morning. It wasn't even like it was like before the game, you know, or, you know, during the game or whatever. It came out the next day. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're, they're pretty much done with all these quarterbacks. I hope, uh, you know, maybe we'll have to see yeah. more Mason Rudolph uh, this week. When's the last time the Steelers had a handsome quarterback, by the way. Uh, is Dobbs handsome? <laughs> I don't know, uh, Mr. Forehead. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, I don't think. Uh, hey, Virginia, is Ben Roethlisberger handsome? No, <laughs> Mark is Mark Malone. Is is he considered a, a handsome guy? Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet your mom loves Mark. Oh yeah, he had that great mustache. I think. Uh, I think it probably. You know, Bobby Brisker. I don't think was very handsome. So you know. Teddy, uh, I mean, Terry wasn't. Cordell yeah, was a good-looking guy. Cordell, yeah. Cordell is a good-looking guy. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Terry Bradshaw looked like he was no. sixty-seven when he played. So. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jim G, uh, Steelers quarterback. Get it go. Uh, my Twitter was a buzz with that this week. Uh, Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee, who cannot score, is laying ten at home 
44 and a half the total to the Texans. Um, I know Bud Dupree is out, but Tennessee has been wreaking havoc defensively. Yeah, this is, uh, I, I took the, the tech, this is one of those plug your nose and, um, you know, I, Titans, you know, they, they've been very mediocre on offense here. Uh, been doing it mostly with their defense, but Texans uh, really struggled against the Dolphins defense last week's time we saw them. Uh, I think Tyrod threw three interceptions in that game, took a lot of sacks. Uh, it was a pretty ugly performance overall, but uh, I, yeah, I, I don't have a real good feel for this game. I'm taking the points with the Texans. You know, hopefully Tyrod, you know, that was his first game in about seven or eight weeks whenever uh, the last time we saw them before the bye. So maybe it will be a, a little bit better look in here, but uh, no real feel for the line here. Uh, you know, I, I'm not getting – I got involved in one Texans game, I think, earlier this year. I'm trying to think which one it was. I, I took the points and, uh, you know, immediately regretted it. Yeah. I think it was, you know, they lost by, I forget how many points, you know, it was a extreme blowout and I'm like, okay, I'm never, uh, never betting a Texans game on either side ever again here this season. So, uh, probably not going to regret that move either. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, well, excuse me, let's talk props here. I don't know if, uh, it looks like we have a full slate of props on here, Tom, not that yep. there's a particularly interesting group of skill position players in this game. Yeah, I, I gave out A.J. Brown 72 and a half, and I already see it's up to 77 and a half here. So uh, it's been getting a lot of action here, apparently, over the last couple of hours. So um, still, I still probably like that number. Uh, I thought it would come in, in low 80s there. So I still kind of like it at 77 and a half. You know, obviously don't love it as much at 72 and a half, but uh, shop around. Maybe, you know, maybe there's a better number at like FanDuel they, uh, or, you know, one of these other books that, you know, has lines but yes i i, I like the aj Brown. i mean this is it's got to get right here right joe i mean uh, you yes. had the you had the tweet earlier this week about how he freaking dismantles the goddamn texans oh, here. and like you want to you want to tell the people uh, that one there uh basically he averages in his four career games with the texans and uh, like i understand the qualms with like history and all that yeah yeah i mean it's the, a different coaching staff yeah but ball. division usually kind of like matters a little bit more to me at least anecdotally Basically, the point he's averaging like 26 plus fantasy points per game against the Texans. The only receiver this year averaging more is Cooper Cup. So it's basically wide receiver two numbers. Some jackass yelled at me about it. I'm just throwing a tweet out there. You know what I've found out is great? What's the that? soft block. What's the soft Because I don't like blocking people on Twitter unless they're real bad. But if you block them and then unblock them, it forces them to unfollow you. Oh, uh-huh, okay. You like that? Interesting. Ah, I I like that. That's a yeah, where'd you pick that block. one up from? Is that uh, I, I just figured it out myself, but but apparently people call it the soft block, and I like it. But uh, because I've I've really gotten into a uh, a mindset this year where I'm not going to engage obvious trolls on Twitter, like even if they're like yelling at me, and like I I, I you know I've bit my tongue a few times, but uh, probably better I, that way. Yeah. I think the uh, the Falcons were deploying the soft block uh, <laughs> last night. Uh, <laughs> they, they couldn't slow down the Patriots at all. So I like that one, though. I'll, uh, I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't tweet enough to get people yelling. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't engage at all with the the the, the heathens out there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he was uh... – he was an asshole, but, uh, yeah. and like, <laughs> an I mean, he was like, he's one of those guys who are like, it's like, every time I see this fucking guy in my mentions, he's just, he's yelling about some like throwaway point. And like, 
And then I went to his feed and I was like, oh, that's what oh, this guy does to everybody. That's, that's, that's how he spends his afternoons. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was like, I don't need to, the, 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 I don't need to engage with this guy. The old soft walk. Uh, okay. Let's go to um, Green Bay in Minnesota. Basically a pick em, Tom. Green Bay's laying one on the road, 47 and a half the total. Um, Aaron Rodgers is obviously going to play. I know there, there was the toe, but uh, he's obviously in there. Uh, and it is A.J. Dillon season. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, this is one I whiffed on earlier this week. Gave it out minus two and a half. I, 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 was, dumb. I can't. I, I'm still kicking myself for giving out two and a half. But I, I didn't know. I think, you know, we, we know Rodgers is going to play. But I, I think this injury did at least move this line a little bit. Just because, you know, Aaron Jones is already out. You know, any, you know, it hasn't, it's not like he's had a lot of practice time, obviously he had COVID there, uh, you know, was missing practices this week. Uh, receiving core is a little banged up here. I think Alan Lazard's out of the game. So a little thinner there. Uh, and the Vikings are, you know, this is kind of a make or break game for them. I, I wish I would have thought about this game a little bit more, but I still like the Packers. So, you know, they, every week, they kind of get, they get a little bit disrespected every week. Uh, you know, that the line last week against the Seahawks that started at like five and a half, got bet down all the way to three and a half, three points, I think, uh, even at some spots last week. Uh, the Cardinals game, you know, Devontae Adams goes out, you know, that line moves by three or four points up to six and a half. So the Packers have been kind of a disrespected group, of, you know, as you were saying there earlier with, about the Eagles, they get the, 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 the line movements every week. The, the Packers get a lot of line movement against them every week. And uh, all they've done is covered nine straight games. So, yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm kicking myself that I didn't get the best line, but then again, I'm on the team that covers every week. So uh, still, still like the Packers side, you know, AJ Dillon has looked pretty dang good. So, uh, you know, I'm not, not too worried about Aaron Jones being out of the lineup this week. Yeah. Um, there was a, Oh, the Packers, by the way. And I think here's the thing that maybe people aren't noticing just like just seeing it on Twitter, just like people, you know, who are, you know, watching the film every week, calling this a championship defense. And oh, yeah. the fact that they're doing that without Jair Alexander, man, really impressive. Yeah. And it was, a, and I think it's caught people a little bit off guard because they were getting beat earlier in the year. They, they had a rough opening September there. And uh, this has been a, 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 they're on an ATS streak, you know, nine game ATS winning streak, but they're also on like a seven or eight game, uh, under streak here because of how well their defense is played. So uh, they, you know, and they kind of play like a slow, slow down, you know, slowed down pace on offense. So, uh, you know, and, and it's working for them. So uh, I would expect the same thing here this week. This is uh, about as low as a, a total, as you'll see with a Vikings game, actually, uh, down on 49 points or so. Any props you like in this one? Uh, I think this is one of the games – didn't really see much that I liked. I was hoping the Dylan props would come just a hair lower, but they're too sharp at this point. They, you know, they're not going to set a Dylan line at 70 rushing yards. Uh, he, he should, you know, it's just Patrick Taylor behind him. He's going to own this backfield. He's going to be, you know, the top DFS play probably this week. Um, but yeah, there's nothing. I was, you know, even the Jefferson line, you know, mid seventies, I, I was thinking about maybe, going back to that spot but uh you know the Packers defense has played pretty well here recently so uh you know not, nothing here that really stood out to me on my first glance here a Friday afternoon uh all right let's go to now uh Baltimore and Chicago 44 and a half the total Baltimore minus six on the road Tom 
uh, against the suddenly, uh, suddenly in the realm of the living Justin Fields. But big news, uh, the Bears are putting Khalil Mack on season-ending IR. Yeah, that's a, that's a killer there. Yeah, this line, they were getting some action on the Bears side here the last, uh, last couple of days. I mean, we had the Lamar Jackson illness. The mysterious illness. What, what's what's up with him? You think he has? He IBS? practiced today. Do you think he has IBS? Right, <laughs> Tom. I mean, remember the game last year? He had the shits. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this, this is like the fifth. This is like the fifth non-COVID illness practice I, he's I missed. Mean, I know. Like, uh, I think, didn't David Garrard have Crohn's? Like, and he was I think very so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Struggles right. with it. Like, hey, man. You got to have some empathy for a guy who has chronic stomach issues. And I know we're just speculating with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. The guy's yeah, sick every fucking week. Every yeah, week. I... Um, looks like Hollywood's going to play Tom. He returned to practice today. Um, but I guess it's not a guarantee. But here's the key stat for me. Yeah, because like Lamar Robinson's was, out too. Allen Robinson doubtful. is out. Um, which he's doubtful, he's doubtful, but, he's doubtful yeah. but he's not going to play. Um, yeah. The key stat for me, because I, I went and looked this up for vantage points, Lamar was just crushed by the blitz by Miami last last oh, week. Yeah. yeah. Every uh, freaking play they were blitzing. Yeah. Only one team blitzes less than the Bears. Yeah. That's yeah. And but I have to wonder, you know, they, you know, they're used to having Khalil Mack on yeah. the field. So when you have one of the best pass rushers in the league, uh, you, you tend to blitz a little bit less. So I maybe they'll uh they could switch up their strategy here a bit this weekend. Um just because they have to, you know, if you don't have Khalil Mack out in the field uh, creating pressure, you, you might have to send pressure. So they could, uh, you know, I, I think the Ravens, I would think the last 10 days, uh, you, know, you know, this is a team that has aspirations of doing things. So I would think that they uh, maybe game planning a little bit more for uh, that, that strategy coming against them down the pike. I'm, I'm sure Tom as a Steelers fan, John Harbaugh gets on your nerves. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, but he's good he, he fixes things. I mean, you yeah. know, like, yeah, no, you know, he's his, you know, and doing this for a living, you know, I, his teams are usually teams that you want to back, you know, they're, they're usually covering spreads. They're, they're like Belichick teams. They're more, more often than not, they're going to cover the spread for you. So, yeah, I have a lot of respect for him, even if he is a, a Baltimore Ravens coach. I, I yeah. do respect him. Uh, let's go now, Tom. Uh, well, to the props in this game. Yeah, Anything one, stand out? Yeah, to you? one prop. The, the number was ridiculously high. It, it has been bet down, unfortunately. Um, it was Mark Andrews's uh, his receiving yards uh, got it at under sixty and a half. I unfortunately, you know, Joe and I uh, and Graham Barfield, we have a, a very good uh, NFFC team, high stakes yeah. team. Where Mark Andrews is our tight end. Don't love the matchup though. I took the under on his sixty and a half. Pretty high number, you know. Roquan Smith is the best, uh, you know. Maybe not the best. Yeah, he's 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 in the upper echelon of cover linebackers in the league. Uh, no, but you know, no tight ends uh, really go off in this matchup. I, I see the lines down to fifty-eight and a half. I still like it. I thought I thought the number would come in, at, you know, like around fifty-five and a half or so. So still, I still think there's some value here at fifty-eight and a half. But uh, you know. Obviously, Andrews is good enough to, to make me eat crow on that one, but I thought the, thought the number was a bit high for him. Cincinnati at Vegas. Cincinnati laying a point and a half on the road. 50 is the total, Tom. And uh, looking at this, uh, is that the highest total on the – oh, no, Dallas, Kansas City. But that's yeah. the second highest total on the main slate, Cincinnati and Vegas. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a – 
It's it's been an under year here. As somebody that bets a lot of these props, I've been looking at more unders here as the weeks have gone on here. This is you know been a total shift this year. Uh, obviously, we had the empty stadiums and you know more you know fewer holding calls and stuff last year. There was a little bit more scoring here, uh, but yeah, this is one of the higher total games. I, I'm actually, I mean, I guess I'm not totally surprised after what I saw from the Raiders last week, but I I, I still think the Raiders should probably be favored in this game. I think these two teams are pretty, you know, pretty evenly matched. So, uh, you know, just with a little bit of home field advantage, I would think the Raiders should be favored in this game. So, um, I'm not confident at all, though. This is, I'm sure people are watching what's happened the last two games against the Giants and the Chiefs, and they see history repeating itself here with the Raiders, you know, getting off to hot starts, getting, getting this, you know, five or six wins, well above 500. Looks like they're going to, coast into the playoffs and then they do their mid-season well more mid to late season swoon here so uh, you know people have quickly abandoned the Raiders here and for good reason you know everything that's going on with that that franchise here this season uh, you know with all the different situations so uh, people have jumped shit ship here uh, maybe this is a chance to, to get the Raiders at their lowest point uh, any props that you liked in this game uh, for Cincinnati and Vegas um, uh, I did like uh, I gave out Waller under 71 and a half receiving yards seemed like a, a he's killing me this year yeah he's been you know he's been under this number in all but one game this season so I mean and I was looking at the numbers the Bengals have been pretty solid against tight ends I mean I, I'm I'm just kind of surprised that the number came in this high I thought it would be you know low 60s uh, low to mid 60s so I, I thought that it was a bunch of value here at 71 and a half so um, looks like, yeah, it's still sitting at 71 and a half on DraftKings. So shop around on that one. I, I thought that was a, a pretty high number. Obviously they don't have, you know, you know, the same firepower as they did. So, uh, you know, but he was, I mean, that was a very disappointing game against the chiefs last, uh, last weekend. And, uh, there, you know, there was some talk, uh, I think from, uh, who, uh, was it Vic that was, I thought might've, might've been one of the athletic writers that was yeah, saying that Vic Taper. Yeah, that there was a little extra attention being paid to to Darren Waller last week by the Chiefs, and I would think that might be a, a trend moving forward here since they don't have the same downfield firepower. Yeah, well, I mean, Deshaun Jackson got open downfield, <laughs> and then Deshaun I mean, Jackson he had a great play, play except for the fumble. Yeah, that's what Hunter <laughs> right? Renfro said. Well, you know. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> uh, Arizona and Seattle, Tom. Arizona's laying one and a half. Yet again, no props for this game because yeah, Kyler Murray is a game-time decision, so there's really only one thing we can talk about, the spread and the total. Yeah, I mean, this I'm kind of surprised. This game has been kind of lined at two and a half all week. Um, we got news today that Hopkins is out and Kyler Murray is a game-time decision, and the line moved in the Cardinals' favor. So uh, maybe somebody has some information that we don't have. Uh, maybe they're they, – I, I think – you know, we were watching, you know, following the injury reports here this week, and Murray was out there on a Wednesday. I, you know, I think that's a pretty good sign that he's going to play this week. Uh, and previous weeks, at least last week, he didn't get out in the field till Friday, and, you know, it was a limited practice then. So I think that's a pretty strong indication that they want to play him this week. You know, it can put, put the nail in the coffin of one of your NFC West, uh, you know, opponents here this week against the Seahawks. So I'm sure they, and they, they are like, bad, by the way. They, I mean, they, they are bad. I know they have offensive firepower, but boy, Tom, this team is hurting. 
Yeah, this, this is this is a must win for the Seahawks. I did take the Seahawks here. I didn't like what I, uh, you know, from what I was hearing from Greg uh, about the tape on Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, I, I he did, was coming back from a major finger surgery, so uh, wasn't you know expectations should have been a little bit lower last week, but it, it was not pretty. Uh, I guess an Eagles fan, maybe you know there was uh, yeah a lot, all of, of a, a lot of talk that they wanted to get Russell Wilson earlier this year, man, maybe. And maybe we'll hold off a little bit now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is playing a little better, and uh, you know Russ doesn't look great. Uh, how are, how are you feeling about Russ Wilson? Uh, uh, look, give me a, give me another couple weeks, Tom, because my opinion. That's a good thing about uh, the NFL <laughs> season, Joe. They uh, they let you play out all, all the weeks of the season, and yeah. then you don't you can make a decision later in uh, the off season. So it's uh, good for the Eagles right now. Yeah, uh, that, that that's very good for the. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, look, I've said all along. And, and, and I mean, I think it's, it doesn't have to be an Eagle fan to say this, that the best outcome for the Eagles would be Jalen Hurts playing well, and you have three first-round picks. I mean, that's the best outcome. It unfortunately hasn't always been the case um, that, that, he's, uh, that he's played well. But, I mean, the last couple weeks, especially last week, there's, there's a lot to be excited about, I think. So, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's go to, well, I mean, Dallas no and Kansas City. Oh, yeah, this game. Uh, Dallas catching two and a half on the road, 56 and a half the total, Tom. Um, obviously, we got the massive news just this afternoon. Amari Cooper isn't going to play. Amari Cooper is also unvaccinated, which means he has to miss at least 10 games. They play on Thanksgiving. 10 days, rather, 10 days. And they play on Thanksgiving, so Amari Cooper's out two games. Yep. Uh, not great, Bob. Uh <laughs> Not, not great, great Bob. Not great. His delivery of Bob in that is just the best. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of surprised looking at the – this line hasn't moved at all. So, I guess they're saying Cooper doesn't move the line necessarily here. Uh, it's been sitting – this is just like the I line last week. think he moves it like a half a point or something, I would you think. think. I mean, this is – I mean, I've been kind of following this because I was thinking about adding the Cowboys to my best bets this week if it got the three and it's kind of been shaded this like minus two and a half uh, with a little bit of, you know, minus minus one fifteen at most books towards the chiefs here all week. So it, it really hasn't budged at all. And, you know, that news came out what two, two or three hours ago and it, it's still sitting here at two and a half at minus minus one fifteen. I, I wouldn't be surprised though. You know, the late action, you know, the chiefs are, I'm going to guess that the public uh, saw what happened last weekend and, might feel inclined to, to bet on the chiefs here, especially after, you know, with the, the Cooper news coming out, but um, I was leaning towards the Cowboys side. I still probably am. Uh, you know, Cedric Wilson did play pretty well here. Um, you know, when Michael Gallup was out of the lineup, now we have Michael Gallup back in the lineup here, but uh, I did, this was one of my, uh, I gave out the, the over uh, at 53 and a half at Monday. Oh, that, that's gone way up. Yeah. That's uh, I, I knew when I saw that, I'm like, did they watch what uh, I was watching Sunday night? And you know, the, these uh, Cowboys games have been, you know, they've been, you know, they put up 40 points in three games already this season. They can certainly put it up. So I am not surprised that this line got up to 56 and a half. Um, you know, I, I see some 55 and a half out there at Ben MGM. I don't know if our odds board is updated or not. Uh, that seems every, everywhere else is kind of painted at 56, 56 and a half. So, uh, look around, you know, 56 is kind of a key number there. So if, uh, you know, if you're looking at jump on the over as well, try to, try to find something under that 56 number. 
Uh, any props that you liked in this game, Tom? I mean, Ooh, yeah, there was a couple I liked. There's a, I mean, there's probably a lot of action on this game, and whew, these numbers are high. Oh man. Oh yeah, I mean, they always are with the. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't take them long to to jack up Patrick Mahomes' numbers. Uh, you know, it was like I gave out the under last week at two eighty-eight and a half. He cruised over that with five touchdowns and four hundred yards. Uh, the line is up to. Uh, I, I had I don't have up, but it was like three fifteen and a half I think earlier this afternoon. So uh, three thirteen and a half is what I'm seeing. So obviously they've uh, bumped those up. I, the one I gave out, I'm kind of kicking myself here. I'm seeing the numbers going down. Uh, Pringle, uh, I got a twenty nine and a half. I see it's a twenty eight and a half, and there's money going towards the under again. Uh, he kind of they made a switch at receiver there. McCole Hartman got demoted. Uh, they promoted Brian Byron Pringle to the second wide receiver spot last week. So uh, Dallas has been pretty, uh, you know, pretty, you know, giving on the outside too, giving up a lot of yardage to receivers. So uh, I thought that was a pretty decent number here, but I did not get the best number, but I still kind of like it. Uh, if it's going to keep tricking down, tickle, you know, tricking down, trickling down here, easy for me to say. But uh, <laughs> now the other one I liked was uh, Patrick Mahomes under 19 and a half rushing yards. Uh, a lot, there was a lot more quick passing game stuff last week, uh, getting the ball out a little quicker. So, you know, it has eight rushing yards the last three weeks. So, um, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're, Andy's trying to rein them in. It seems like he's taking it a little bit better. So uh, getting the ball out a little bit quicker. So looking at the under 19 and a half rushing yards for Mahomes. Steelers five and a half on the road. They're catching 46 and a half, the total against the chargers, Tom. Um, and again, not looking at a ton of props here because, well, I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to play, but we're not sure. Yeah, this is one of those. I mean, we have, I mean, I would have hoped he would have tested negative twice by now. You know, this is, this was a case where he was, he had symptoms last week, last weekend, last Saturday or Sunday and, you know, reported it and, uh, got placed on the list. So, I mean, yeah, it is, it is not for, you know, we can't take for granted that he's going to play. I, it, I'm trying to think it was eight and a half, eight last week before Ben got announced out and it got down to six. So, uh, you know, and, and, it, and there was a key number in there, you know, going to Mason Rudolph there. So it was, it was about a, you know, two and a half, three point line move going from Ben to Rudolph here. Uh, so, you know, if he gets announced as in, I, you know, maybe this line ticks down to like four and a half range, but a uh, couple big injury, you know, there's a couple big injuries on the Steelers side anyway, with yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick out, TJ Watt out, Joe Hayden out. Like, I mean, the, uh, the Chargers, and the Chargers have, have a they should, Yeah. The Chargers have a number of guys on the COVID list. So yeah, they, I mean, same, and, same kind of boat. Yep. The, so uh, I said, Brandon Staley said um, he thinks they all have a chance to play. But uh, who knows? I mean, uh, uh, so, Tom, really hard to get a full read on this game from your perspective, I'm guessing. No, yeah, I mean, if anything, I would look maybe towards the under here. You know, the Steelers have been playing kind of slug them out games anyway. I'm honestly, you know, the, the line was sitting at like 47 all week here. So it's started to tick down a little bit. But, you know, I, I still like kind of lean toward the under here. Uh, props, there, you know, there was nothing out here. There's started to some, some player props have started to come out here you know we got claypool deontay for our movie yeah. props but uh you know i probably would want to wait to see who's a quarterback yeah here. how about claypool, uh, maybe gets, by the way what's like, that no no injury designation if it's turf toe i mean that can cost you like a month but 
Yeah, that was, to go, I guess. That was surprising. Yeah, I, I know Edwin was thinking that it was probably going to be closer to a, a month out. So uh, maybe it wasn't wasn't too severe of a case, or maybe it wasn't even full-blown turf yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on there. But, yeah, he's back in the lineup here. Uh, I'll probably wait till we get more information on, you know, who is, who is exactly available for this game before I maybe give out some props on this one. Uh, last but not least, Tom, or maybe it is least, depending on how you view the this game. Uh, the, the Giants are uh, getting 10.5 in Tampa, 49.5 the total. The Giants off the bye, the Bucks off an awful loss, and Tom Brady is going to be absolutely pissed off. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the Giants side on this one, though. I gave it out 11.5 on uh, Monday morning there. I, you know, I, I think this is, you know, the Giants have been kind of snake bitten the last two years here with just the injuries and offensive skill players not being on the field at the same time. And this is kind of as close as we're going to get to a full, you know, lineup here for the giants. So uh, get to get to, you know, you know, we're, we're happy to finally get to see Saquon Barkley again. It looks like he was uh, about to go ham there, like back uh, early October there and gets the fluky uh, ankle injury. Uh, and then he has the false positive bullshit from, uh, you know, before they're by and he couldn't oh! play sick of it. But, uh, you know, we'll finally get to see him here. So I'd I, I like to get in the 11 and a half here. Uh, Buccaneers, it looks like they're getting crunk back. That's, that, you know, what nice little little bonus there. No Antonio Brown still. So um, Giants have been trending in a, a pretty good direction here the last couple of weeks. Their defense has played much better. Uh, so I, I'd like to get in the 11 and a half here. Uh, th- this was a pretty competitive game on Monday Night Football last year, too. It was a two-point victory for the – the Buccaneers, I can, I think I can even remember this game. I think I gave out the Giants in that one too. I think they were getting uh, close to 10 points in that contest. So uh, going back with the Giants here, two years in a row on Monday night football. I don't know, Tom, any, any props you like here? Yeah, I, the, this, I, I haven't good. They, 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 none of these props were out in the afternoon. I was looking, I'll, I'll get a second look on them. The, uh, but first glance here, the problem is the, Buccaneers are kind of spread out. Everything's kind of spread out here. I I would maybe look at Godwin stuff. It's pretty pretty high here, but he's kind of been the main beneficiary in terms of targets and yardage since Antonio Brown's been out of lineup here. It's sitting at seventy two and a half. Um, you know, gets you know James Bradbury is going to be on the outside working against Mike Evans. We're going to get the old NFC South uh, rematch there, uh, and we got to see it a little bit last year. Uh, so I, I'll probably look at some Godwin props, but uh, I'll dig into those numbers a little bit more uh, on Sunday morning. But, uh, you know, first glance here, nothing that really stands out. I, you know, it's kind of tough. You know, we haven't really seen the Giants at full strength with everybody together here. So, you know, don't have a real good feel of, you know, how the targets are going to be distributed uh, offensively. So uh, I'll, I'll do a little more digging on this on Sunday morning, but nothing that, you know, stands out as a glaring bet here at first glance. All right, Tom, that'll wrap it up here uh, for the, uh, for the, for the uh, point spread live stream. I always forget which one this one is. <laughs> well, we have it's a lot of obviously the point spread live, live stream, but uh, thanks for joining us uh, guys. We're going to, we'll get our schedule out for next week. Obviously it's Thanksgiving. We'll get our schedule out for next week. Uh, we're going to have you covered here with all the fantasy and betting stuff. Um, but, uh, it might be a little bit different than it is this week because of the holiday, but we'll get it covered for you for Tom Browley, Ben Kukanis back behind the board. Yeah. buddy. Yeah. And, uh, and he's now has a lifetime of sleeplessness. So sorry. Sorry, Ben. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.